Hi, Greg. Hey, Ron. Well, um, when in doubt, reboot. That's that's fair. Yeah. Hopefully you can hear me better now. Well, you're not, like, repeating yourself every two seconds, so. <laughs> well, I... For, for those of you just tuning in, all six of you, um, behind the scenes, this is our third attempt at uh, trying to record here. I, I didn't we, know... Are we up to six people now? Uh, well, I mean, give or take. You know, I guess it depends on the episode, but... I guess I only know about the guy in France. So. That's, that's right, who apparently stopped listening at some point. I'm calling him but... Jacques from now on. Okay, that's fair. Jacques is a pretty French name, so it fits. Um, I, um, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Uh, so yeah, our third third attempt at this, and I, um, I was not exactly sure um, when uh, when you told me that. My microphone was going all fucky or whatever you said. Um, but, uh... I mean, fucky does sound like a word I would use, so... That, that's true. That's true. And, uh, since it it won't be a part of the show, we'll just go with that. That was the canon. That's what you said. Um, <laughs> but I, I wasn't sure exactly what was going on. So I, I discovered two things. One of which I noticed while I was editing and compiling last week's episode um it didn't really think too much of it at the time but uh it when i started checking out the skype preferences i was like oh that makes total sense now because skype has this wonderful feature uh that's built into it that is called let's find it here automatically adjust microphone settings and so you know what that means that means that microsoft is going to attempt to insert some sort of uh uh you know some sort of logic that was apparently still built off of the original clippy interface that no matter what you do all it ever does is get in the way um but uh yeah so it tries to intelligently uh boost and bring down the volume of the the microphone input and so i noticed why, that i would microsoft want anyone to touch their volume controls i like why, why would anyone want that i i well I've like, never been doing anything in my life and thought, you know what I need right now? More Microsoft. <laughs> For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. The the one like the one positive thing un, unlike a lot of things that Apple does, right, is that at least there is a toggle that's built in there to be able to turn it on and off. Right. Oh, the toggles. Well, yeah, so many toggles, and that's a whole different conversation, but at least there is one 
compared to so many of the things that we have to painfully sit through in the Apple ecosystem that we don't even get the choice uh, to be able to have our own free will. It's just imposed upon us. But why, with all why of that, is it that there's a toggle for everything except the things we really want? Because that's life. There's just, you know, there's, there's a stop fucking with my microphone toggle, right? Mm -hmm. There's a turn off my video toggle, but there's no just straight fuck off toggle. Like that's what I, where's the fuck off toggle? Yeah. I switch that on, fuck off. (laughs) Where is it? (sighs) Yeah. So, um. The, the thing that I don't understand is, you know, that, that option is there, right? And and that could be a toggle. It could be some sort of drop-down menu. It could be a text field input for all that I care, right? But for some reason, with no changes, no updates, like none of that, it just decides to forget that preference that I've set and turn the toggle back to on and assume that I want to have it controlling my volume levels. That's the part that gets me. Why? Why? I I don't know. I don't care. But in any case, so I flipped that thinking that might have been the issue. I ran a quick test call through... Skype's automated test call uh, to give it a shot, see if that worked. And lo and behold, as you said, like skipping every third word or something like that. And so I would, and I was like, whoa, that's, I mean, I know I've been pretty good at Russian accents lately, but man, the, okay. The technical word for that is fucky. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just went fucky. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um. So at at that point, uh, it was one of our very very early episodes that I was having an audio issue that was very similar to that, and uh. You know, so I immediately template matched that and went, hmm. The only thing that ended up resolving that was restarting the computer. And lo and behold, that's what I did. And here we are. So you know, you know how many fucks I give about the quality of our audio, right? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. So, so I on, just on any given day, it's absolutely zero. Um, sometimes even a number less than zero. So I decided, right, to go out and get this uh, this microphone, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. so that you know you you can hear me tell you to eat a bag of dicks, uh, mm-hmm. in in you know HD quality, right? <laughs> uh, Wait, hang on. You you do know that's. That's not what a microphone does, right? The The microphone allows me to hear you <laughs> tell me to eat a bag of dicks in HD quality. So, 
<laughs> well, I, I also was going to send you one so that I could hear you eat the bag of dicks in HD quality. Oh, wow. You're trashing my mic, huh? <laughs> no. <laughs> I so see I go how it is. And, and oh. I buy this uh, fucking microphone. Mm-hmm. And a little little arm thingy that it goes on, and a little pop filter, so you know I'm not, uh, you know, when when I'm gagging, you can you can hear it without you know, uh, just like topping out, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I plug this thing into my new MacBook, and it's got a TRS tip. Not a T-R-R-S tip, right? Okay. Uh, as Apple is so fond of using. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't I didn't think anything of it. On my old MacBook, uh, you would just plug it in and you would go into sound preferences and you would say, you know, use the headphone port as an input instead of an output and everything is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out, brand new Mac, nope, not going to fucking do it. Right. Because why would that? Why? Why would it? So then I get this little dongle fucking splitter thingy, right? <laughs> and that's got the jack that Apple wants. And then you put the headphones into one and the microphone into the other. And it's supposed to magic it into working, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Nope. Not going to fucking work. <laughs> so then I go and get this little USB fucking doohickey that you plug in and you plug the microphone into it and then it goes in and you know what not gonna fucking work oh really even that so then so then i go on the amazons and i order this uh uh fucking usb audio interface right mm-hmm. to plug the thing into so that it gives it phantom power so that I don't sound like I'm fucking gargling balls while I'm trying to talk to you. <laughs> and Amazon says, it'll be here today. Okay. So I say, okay, be here today. I'll be here right in time before we record, right? Mm-hmm. So as of right now, they're saying it's still on track to be delivered but hasn't left the warehouse. Oh. It's supposed to be delivered by nine, but it hasn't left the warehouse. I see nothing wrong with this estimation. Right? It can definitely make it in 25 minutes. For sure. Absolutely. From wherever in the fuck they are. (laughs) And you're sure it's not just an instance of one of those where... It it actually is out for delivery, but it, it it hasn't made the right scan yet or something like that. I mean, I Why suppose there really there, isn't any way to know for sure. If, if it's going to be here and delivered on time, it should be delivered while we're recording. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how that goes. And you can remind me if I'm correct me if I'm wrong here. You can hear the doorbell. From where you are uh so from from where my office is where we're recording literally right outside the door is where the doorbell chime is oh man so you will hear it 
if Amazon decides to ring my doorbell. I hope so. I want to hear that come through the audio. <laughs> That'd be there's, great. There's no way you will miss it. <laughs> yeah, as I think we've talked about, uh, there, yeah, there, there'd be no way that I would hear that um, fr- from where I am in the house to where the the doorbell is. So, um, I would I would be uh, more apt to either see slash hear the truck uh in the reflection of my monitor here um or see the the delivery guy like walking up towards the front door than i would be to to even hear something so so i've got i've got one of those uh one of those fucky doorbell cams Hmm. you know it is a technical term you know it it is a technical term um (laughs) And so, so if Amazon does bother to ring the doorbell, I can even get that and talk to him on my phone so mm-hmm. we can, with, without uh, breaking any COVID-19 quarantine rules, I can put the delivery guy on our podcast if he shows up and bothers to ring the doorbell. And I'm that not sure that either of those two will happen. Mm-hmm. But if he shows up and if he answers the door, if he rings the doorbell, then I will be able to answer it there and we can talk to him. Yeah, I think that's a that's a pretty big if at this Almost point. So. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not I'm not holding my breath on it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You're pretty, uh, pretty technologically advanced there with your fancy doorbells and all that stuff. Well, that's all my wife's doing. She knows. She knows that stuff. Oh, okay. She does. She does all the doorbell stuff. I don't. I got nothing to do with that. All right. Well, I, I and I mean Microsoft Word. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> all right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I mean, you know, you 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 poke around enough to be dangerous, at least, right? That's why that's why I hired this new guy today to to do all the Microsoft wording for me. Did you? That's interesting. Yeah, so I I was going to mention you know, I mean that it's such a strange strange coincidence that that you just hired some new guy because, you know, I don't I don't think we've talked about it on the show at all, but I got a new job. I I haven't had a chance to tell you yet. Yeah. 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 Um, basically, um, I'm now going to be like staked out on the corner of Hennepin and Lake rather than like down closer to 35 just because of all the protests and everything that's happened. So yeah, it's a new job. I'm excited. It's that's fair. I, I heard, uh, what was it? This last set of protests was more downtown and they were they were going after target down there oh that's interesting i that part i did not hear i haven't i haven't made my way down there uh for anything but apparently apparently it was uh more after downtown which i mean really let's let's be fair that makes a lot more sense i mean if you want to stake it to the man go downtown and burn all the expensive shit you know Absolutely. Yep. Just 
go ahead and tear it all down. Um, like no one, no one cares if you burn down the the mom and pop shop, right? Uh, but but if you go downtown and you start burning, you know, uh, the flagship Target store, uh, people are gonna pay attention, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know how much they did down there or whatever, but uh, you wanna, you know, start smashing some skyways. Now you've got people's attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. The, I I have been downtown proper um, two times since this whole uh, pandemic and lockdown and everything has happened. And when I was down there most recently, which was actually just last week because I had to return all of my equipment to my former place of employment. It was at a time of the day when getting anywhere on any of the streets in in the normal area of downtown would have taken, you know, at, at least... A half hour if not more just to get across the grid right sure and honestly it was it was like i went down there on the middle of a saturday just like any any given saturday and you know there were there were cars here and there um plenty of people still going about their business. I mean, it, it was no sort of like, I am legend, just complete desolate wasteland. Right. But it was, it was nothing like I remembered before the pandemic hit. There still is hardly anybody, um, going downtown to work or, or at the very least, commuting during what what would be the typical rush hour times you know maybe people are going in later getting off earlier you know it may you know maybe it's a little more staggered i i don't know um all i can tell you is that out of the roughly 50 people that would normally work in our office space downtown uh, there were a grand total of four people there so real good investment on the part of the company to you know keep that space up and operating and you know have a have a goal of getting everybody back asap so yeah that's the thing you know i'm i'm sure a lot of companies are like oh let's you know once everything goes back to normal right like mm-hmm. does anyone really want it to go back to what it was well and that's the thing is once everything goes back to normal, like there is no normal to go back to, right? There, there is only the new normal. Like, even if you have people returning to these workspaces, right? It's going to be phased, or they're going to have half the people go in this week, half the people go in another week, right? Um, 
people are still going to be wearing masks. You're going to have to do temperature checks. You're going to, I mean, like, there, there's, at least for the foreseeable future, there is no going back to just cramming a shit ton of people into, a, you know, an overcrowded workplace with everybody breathing all over each other and no thoughts for any sanitary conditions or anything like that. It just, it can't happen. And, and I don't think that, I, I don't think that workers will allow for that to happen in, in the grand scheme of it all. I, I hope you're right, but I mean, let's, let's face some realities here. It's not like workers have an awful lot of bargaining, you know, unless they're actually willing to strike, like, you know, no, most true. people live paycheck to paycheck and, you know, don't really have a lot of option. It's true. Um, but one of the things that really surprises me in, in a good way about what has happened thus far has been that for the most part the 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 large companies you know your your googles your facebooks you know things like that that are very much in the public eye they have pushed all of this stuff off right they're not requiring anybody to come back until at least sometime next year um, some of them may stay remote permanently, things like that. And I think it has really pressured a lot of these other places to say, you know, first and foremost, yeah, we, we can get stuff done without all being jammed into one space together. Right. Like, first of all, it's possible. Right. Because that has been the longest running battle against any sort of remote work. I can't keep an eye on you. I can't make sure you're actually getting things done. Well, guess what? Results are measurable. You can tell if things are getting done because either they are or they aren't. Right. Like, See, I used to think that the answer to that was don't hire people you can't trust mm -hmm. but then like now right what what i've come to realize is that really the answer to that is don't put people in management positions that can't manage people absolutely it's just period it's not don't hire people you can't trust to work remotely it's don't put fucking people in charge and make them managers when they can't manage people because that's why shit doesn't get done. Mm -hmm. It's not because people are working remotely. It's because you're a fucking dingus and you can't uh, manage the people that work for you. Yeah. And it's <clears throat> management is, is not always about managing a person either. Right? Like, Right. That that's a part of it. But it is it is also having a 
having a an understanding of your team being able to properly motivate them but also to be their support as well right and that is something that is so incredibly lost on so many people in positions of power just in in general right but if we're tra- if we just keep on <laughs> the you know hiring managers train the the whole reason why i'm not at my previous place of employment anymore is because of the management because none of them are leaders and they they don't I, I feel like there's a distinction that could be drawn between like somebody who just you know it manages people and and has that role of manager and and people who are actually leaders right because the leaders know what it takes to um to deliver results out of a place where the the team has fully um been a contributing factor and it's not just somebody breathing down their neck and micromanaging and well, that's not good enough, that's not good enough, that's not good enough, right? To be a champion of the team and build up morale and produce results. Well, and I think that's, I guess it it speaks to the larger cultural issue, which is the fact that we have just completely given in to late-stage capitalism. And, you know, everything at this point for any company try to start up a company, whatever, it, it all comes down to profits and the shareholders. Mm-hmm. How much money do the shareholders get to put in their pockets? And at, at the expense of anything and everything else, right? Um, so it just becomes this, this situation of just churn, 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 churn to you know, grind out whatever the product is, whatever the fucking widget is that you're making um, so that the shareholders get more money. And if the shareholders don't get more money, then they're pissed. And if they do get their money, they don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. There's no reinvestment in the company. There's no uh, reinvestment in the employees or, or, you know, caring on, on that level that there used to be. Right. Um, it's it's just about how much money the dude who already has a bunch of money can add to the money he already has. Yep. And that's like that's America, you know. America. We've got we've got nothing left. We we print money just so we can give money to people who already have money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, at, at this point, like, what what do you do? I mean, just shoot everyone and 
take the printing press and just let it, you know, take the money and print it right out into their bank account and just be done with it. Yep. Well, yeah, I mean, I have uh I've always I've always been a fan of just keeping it real simple. And um you know, I say that we just eat the rich. Like just keep it plain and simple. Um you know, there's only you know, there's that limited number of people that you know we can pick whatever whatever the threshold is that you want to um you know we give them an option well do we give them an option do we give them the option to say hey get just go ahead and disperse it all or we're gonna eat you no because the thing is they have that option now that's true they that have is the true. Op- you're not taking the option <laughs> You've had plenty of chances to take the option, and you haven't. But could you imagine? Could you imagine? Let's let's imagine a world, okay? <laughs> imagine a world. In a world. Wait. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, <laughs> this episode of Eat a Bag of Dicks is brought to you by, well, us. Hi, everybody. It's Ron here. Look. Getting a new show up and off the ground is not easy. We don't have any real sponsors at this point, but still doesn't hurt to throw in a little shameless self-promotion. Greg and I have no plan to kid ourselves into turning this stuff into a full-time gig, but there are still costs associated with getting this podcast and the other stuff we're going to do off the ground. Wait, what's that you say, Ron? Other stuff? You bet your sweet ass there's going to be more. But at this point, you can interact with us on most of the different media platforms at eat a bag podcast you can get a hold of us on twitter we have a dedicated subreddit a discord eatabagpodcast.com or plain old email eatabagpodcast at gmail.com and for those of you that are the most generous of all we've set up a patreon at patreon.com slash eatabagpodcast to help support the costs of hosting and publishing the show and the other stuff coming in the future, too, of course. Once again, that's patreon.com slash eatabagpodcast. Thanks again to, well, us for sponsoring our own show. Now, back to it. In a world where Ron has murdered Jeff Bezos and redistributed his wealth, uh, I mean, that that's a situation where now... All of a sudden, you have uh, a really large uh, deflation, right? Because now everybody has so much more money that money becomes worth less, right? And houses and everything become worth less. Um, And I'm not saying that this is a bad thing. I'm not at all. pumping more money into the lower middle class, I I think is a very good thing. Um, But, you know, everything has been inflation, 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 literally as long as I've been alive. Um, And, you know, what what does that really do to the economy? I mean, yeah, to to be fair, to be fair, uh, you know, it, it, it's been, 
inflation, inflation, inflation ever since, you know, economic standards have been set up. Like, that's never going to okay, go away. But That's fair. Ever since we got off the gold standard, we're, you know. Right. Uh, but it, but... It, it, it definitely, you know, there, there are the ebbs and flows of, um, you know, it, it picks up, it slows down, you know, things like that. So. But I mean, if, if you think about it realistically, like, you know, everyone uh, likes to compare the fact that, you know, uh, their parents like to yell at them because they're useless and they don't have a house, but they got their house for, you know, $50,000 or whatever. And now a house is twice that, you know, but realistically, I mean, if you redistributed all of Jeff Bezos's wealth, that's probably what a house would be back down to, you know? Could be, could be. I mean, it, you know, it depends upon, you know, depends upon how that redistribution goes, right? Like, right now, uh, his net worth at, at the time of this Googling is $193.5 billion dollars. Um, now, if, if let's say we take that, and let's also let's let's take uh, Apple's what was it three trillion dollar valuation? Let's take that too, okay? Sure. And now what what we're gonna do is we're gonna redistribute it, and there's only two ways that I can think of to redistribute it fairly. Mm-hmm. Option one, we convert it all to singles and we hit the club. <laughs> That's just start stuffing it in G strings. Mm-hmm. And option two is Joker style. Oh, where you take half of it and you just set it on fire. Take all of it and just set it on fire. Oh, and it's okay. gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay. that's it. It's just it's gone. It's done. All that money out of circulation entirely. Instead of redistributing it, you just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, I hmm. now I I'm I'm torn here. Okay. Right, because um, there are certain days, and over oh man, over the last for years there have been increasingly a lot more of these days that i truly would just really enjoy watching the world burn i really would um every day that we tick closer to november 3rd and the, the coming apocalypse. Yeah, the un- unfortunate reality that um, we are probably going to be stuck with at least, if not more, than uh, four more years of the um, dildo-shaped Oompa Loompa. 
that we currently have. Um, I, I would, I would, I would love to just watch. I, I'd love to watch him try to, you know, jump from the, the, the second story of the White House as it's going up in flames, uh, because protesters have now proceeded to knock down all of the, the, the gates and the barriers and the the snipers can't pick them off fast enough, right? And they've they've managed to just torch the place. But at the same point, I really feel like getting a bunch of singles and heading to the club and ultimately putting that money back into the the hands and the cleavage and the g-string thong straps of those who probably deserve it way more than we do just seems like a little bit more of a happy ending and and in probably in that case a literal happy ending too I mean, to me, right, I look at it and I think, okay, if I burn all the money, Mm -hmm. then my money is worth more. And everyone else's money is worth more, right? So every dollar in a G-string is worth more, which ultimately is a good thing. Um, And the other part of me thinks that you know, okay, well, you take the money, you redistribute it, the money becomes worth less, but there's more of it in the hands of people, um, which I guess makes it a little more difficult, right? Uh, But at the same time, uh, the redistribution of it is more fun. But then that part of me also remembers that I'm married, Mm -hmm. and I decide to burn it. (laughs) okay (laughs) Uh, um yeah yeah i mm. see i don't uh yeah i don't i don't know i i guess i guess if you're taking all of it you know, not not just Bezos, right? But you know, let's say we just we we kept it, you know, somewhat controlled in the top one percent, right? Sure. You know, I, I it is that it is a contributing factor right like because if we were to just take bezos and what he's worth right and redistribute it among all americans like if we were just gonna do an equal payout you know regardless of where you are um it would come out to less than six hundred dollars per person okay 
now if you started adding a bunch more of these you know uber rich into the mix that that number is going to continually it's just going to it's only going to go up from there right um I, you know 600 per dollars a person you know that that sounds like not a lot right um and but but arguably to a lot of americans right now having an extra six hundred dollars would be a huge deal for them um yeah it sure would and if we went with my method it wouldn't be six hundred dollars a person it'd be however much money i can put in your g-string uh if you happen to be at that club so (laughs) i'm like i'm taking one jeff bezos right and Uh turning it into maybe like 500 mini Jeff Bezoses uh, that will they, inevitably spend that money on uh, like terrible liquor and um, really bad designer clothes. Um, and a lot of fucking cocaine. Right. A lot of cocaine. But see, the problem with that is then the money, it, it just it trickles back up to more 1%, right? It does. Whereas if you just burn it, they ain't getting it back. I mean, they're going to get money back eventually, but they ain't getting it back anywhere near as close as, as they were. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Plus, as an added bonus, if we take all that money and we stack it up, let's say we get it in uh, $100 bills. Mm-hmm. Stack it, just, you know, we'll stack it in the Rose Garden, and we light it on fire. <laughs> and then we can watch Trump run out and, like, burn himself alive trying to save his precious money. Uh-huh. Yep. I mean, that's yep. a show I'd pay to see. <laughs> I think everyone else would pay to see it, too. And then i become a uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. This is, I mean, this is a plan right here. It it sure is, um, and uh, th- this is no offense to you in 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 your ongoing mission, but it, this this plan at least seems somewhat more feasible than uh, <laughs> than obtaining the rocket. That's gonna launch Trump into the sun. Take his money too. (laughs) Yep, yep. He'll be right there next to Trump with his bare hands, trying to shovel out the money from the pile. Oh, when it when it goes down, we gotta we gotta get Musk, and we gotta get his money, and we put it in the fucking rocket that he won't lend us now, (laughs) and just shoot it into the sun. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I don't know. I don't know how much money uh, a Falcon 9 can lift, but uh, I I say we find out. You know, there's, there's yeah, there's some pretty smart people that, that work for Tesla that I'm sure could do. Well, actually, I'm sorry. That wouldn't be Tesla. No, that'd be SpaceX. Um, yeah, that would be that'd be SpaceX. I, well, I'm I'm sure that there are also some pretty smart people working at Tesla as well. Um, but as it relates to a rocket, I am sure that we could find a couple of the 
less than pleased employees of SpaceX that would be willing to help us out with some calculations of uh, how much we can we can stack in there and and launch out of orbit. Look, let's let's face reality here, okay? Mm-hmm. At this point, I am comfortable doing some back of the napkin calculations, giving it a test run in Kerbal Space Program, and then just going for it. I mean, what's the worst that's going to happen? Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh no, blew up a bunch of money instead of shooting <laughs> into the sun. <laughs> and in that case, then you know, at least at least we'd be able to see it, right? Because. Mm-hmm. You know, if we launch it into the sun, uh, you know, whether whether it's Trump or money that we launch into the sun, we're, we're either going to need some sort of accompanying satellite to go along with it, or we're just going to have to trust that the calculations were correct and that it actually made it there, right? I'm just, like, I'm picturing you and me, right, standing at the 7-Eleven, uh, pumping gas into this rocket, right? And you're like, how much gas do we put in the rocket? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. How much can it hold? Double that. You know, like. Double that. Just top it off. And let's go. Uh, I don't, are you supposed to use diesel for a rocket? Or, or do you use the E85? I, I, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I might want to. Might want to consult with somebody on that. Actually, I think we might have to go back to leaded gas. Uh, where's, for the uh, where's Black Science Guy when we need him? Yeah, really, right? Still hasn't returned our calls. If Damn anyone you, is listening, know how to get a hold of Neil uh, Tyson. Um, let him know that we have a real problem here. We need to know how much diesel fuel it's going to take to get a rocket loaded like as just jam-packed as we can possibly get it with hundred dollar bills into the sun if he could do some calculations for us that'd be great if he can't we'll just do our best mm-hmm. <laughs> uh yeah this is maybe that's more of a kyle hill question i i was gonna say like if if he can't do that for us would we have to go so far as to say that he needs to eat a bag of dicks then? Um, you know, it might take a little more than that for me. Okay. Uh, all right. He's, he's all right. Okay. All right. How, how about think, this? How about, how about I, we compromise? Is... Okay. We, we compromise and we say, um, if, if he can't do it, then it's understandable because there's probably a lot of factors where he would go, well, actually, I mean, okay. Uh, however, however, if, if, if he won't do it, yeah, right. If he refuses, then he's got to eat the bag of dicks. And he can eat a bag of dicks and we'll call up Kyle Hill and we'll mm-hmm. say, you know, because science let's figure <laughs> this out, you know, <laughs> right. And, Ah, science has had too many, too many black eyes over the last four years. We, we need to, we need to get a win in. So, 
Let's make this happen. You know, you know who I think would definitely do it is uh, Bill Nye. Oh, Bill. Absolutely. He seems like the kind of guy that would be like, you know what? Taking a rocket, stuffing it full of $100 bills, and trying to launch it into the sun with diesel. Uh, that sounds like a good idea to me. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and not that, you know, I, there, there is nothing more that that man needs to do to cement his legacy, uh, in, in the history books as being the science guy. Right. But can you just imagine like, what a perfect way to like cap it off like using science to <clears throat> contribute to the largest wealth redistribution in the history of mankind like it it would be phenomenal well i think i think we figured it out right here new internet challenge right okay. we get we get uh, Bill Nye, uh-huh. Neil Ross Tyson, and Kyle Hill. We get yep. them all to do the calculations, right? Mm-hmm. And then to find out whose calculation is the closest, we get Bezos to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> we use Elon's rockets. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. This is... This. Yeah. See, this is this is how plans are born, right? There's an inkling of an idea, and it just it naturally evolves into something great. Plus, I think this is something like in an internet full of TikTok. I think this is something that that the internet really needs right now. Absolutely. I mean, what what do we got? We got. We got TikTok going away, right? Because Trump's trying to kill it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you know, he's afraid. Oh, all the teenagers got, and their opinions. Uh. So, so that's going away. Uh, and there's there's nothing there to fill that void, except for our uh, rocket challenge. You know, everyone's depressed. Everyone's like, okay, there's a selection coming up and we're either going to win or the world's going to go to fuck, right? Yep. Uh, we need some hope. We need some uh, modicum of distraction uh, to, to keep people entertained. So we do the calculations, right? And then we have Bezos pay for it and we steal Elon's rockets and we just, we see who's right. Yeah, you you mentioned a word in there um, that that we need we need some hope, and um, you know I I think that no matter no matter the side of the aisle that you're on right now, you know people are you know they're 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 looking for change, you know people on the left side obviously they they want. Trump out and people who are on the right um, want you know, Trump out but won't admit it. 
no, I was going to say that, you know, they want anybody that doesn't have pale white skin to get out. But, um, sure. but yeah, there's that. So, you know, you, you could argue that in addition to, to hope that, you know, people also want change right now. Literally, spare change. Do you have any spare change? <laughs> that's what people need. That's, that's Hope what they need. Spare change. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, and, and our, you know, our, our desperation move here of trying to get the scientists together and, and get the rocket challenge, it it's you know, quite an uphill battle, but, you know, maybe if we just had, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of detractors that are going to want to make sure it doesn't happen, and it's going to be a long uphill climb, right? But if we had some sort of catchphrase that we could chant that, um, you know, could kind of keep us motivated and keep us going, like maybe you know, for sure, or, uh, we can do it. Or maybe like, maybe like, yes, we can. Yes, we can. Yeah. I like that. I like that. How about that? So we're, we're, we're advocating for hope and for change and we can have chant people chanting. Yes, we can. Oh, oh I got it. Fuck uh-huh. Trump. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm sure everyone can chant that. Uh, were you not even paying attention to where I was going with that? Not even a little. Oh, <laughs> I was, I was, I was actually daydreaming about, uh, you know, taking like those big, you know, those helicopters that they like scoop up water and dump it on a fire. Right? Oh yeah. Yep. Like taking that and just scooping up money out of, out of, uh, Jeff Bezos's Scrooge McDuck money bin, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And just dumping it on the White House to see how much money we could pile up there before the building just collapses on Trump. <laughs> uh, well, another there's another that, challenge. Sequel internet challenge right there. Yeah, exactly. We start with the rocket and then then we move on to the um Basically, like the what? The how much money can the White House hold challenge? Yeah, basically, it's it's like a it's like a monetary version of the the hydraulic press. Right? We just we'll turn it all into those uh, dollar coins. Oh yeah, let's do it. The gold coins. Cool. Dump them from helicopters. Uh-huh. Any of the, yeah, like any Sacagawea and uh, Susan B. Anthony's. Yeah. Boom, right on the White House. That's How good. Much hold? That's good. That's good. See, that's better, too, because, like, then he can't run. Like, because what's he going to do? He's going to be running out of the White House, and there's, like, you know, gold dollars falling from helicopters hitting him in the head. First <laughs> on a hailstorm, for sure, you know? Uh, it's, it's going to be, he's going to turn, turn back into bunker boy all over again. Right. He's just going to have to go right back down there. Um, so uh, no, uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the phrases of hope and change 
and Yes We Can were the campaign phrases from Barack Obama's 2008 campaign to become president. And I'm really surprised that you didn't catch either one of those. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm aware of them. Um, you know, I was just thinking of, you know, Hillary's, uh, you know, I'm not the ice queen uh, slogan from, from her campaign. I thought that her slogan was winter is coming. Uh, close. I, I believe it was frigid bitch. Oh. Okay, all right, that, that might have been where I got my wires crossed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, fuck, what, what was I watching the other day with her in it? With Clinton in it? No, with uh, Catelyn Stark. I have no idea. I don't know. What were you watching? If that, oh, it was, uh, it was, um, remember last episode we talked about, uh, the Misfits? Yes. Yes, we did. Um, that we, I was watching that and I was thinking about how, uh, cause one of the main guys, uh, is Ramses. Okay. And, and so I was poking fun at that as I do, right? As uh, you do. And then uh, one of the other main guys' moms uh, turns out to be Catelyn Stark. Hmm. Very interesting. Yeah, I was. Uh, uh, yeah, she was what she was getting remarried to a guy who, uh, like at night, ran around naked like a dog. All right. Yeah. Makes sense makes sense i mean it makes as much sense as anything else nowadays that's true that's true but so this would have been in the um this would have been pre game of thrones it was pre game of thrones that yeah uh -huh. both of them managed to be on the same show uh-huh yeah well yeah they uh you know, it Hollywood is a small, little, tight knit, inbred group of people. So, especially when it's in Britain. Uh. <laughs> <laughs>